Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. The U.S. Capitol on high alert. A very clear and present danger. House passes election reform. It could become the most significant overhaul of U.S. elections and government ethics in a generation. Welcome back to Broadway. I want people to feel completely safe when they walk in. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. There is extra security at the U.S. Capitol, and the House is not meeting in person this March 4th, the day extremist groups believe Donald Trump will retake office. Capitol Police have reported an intelligence warning about a possible follow-up attack to January's deadly riot. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve is outside the fortified perimeter. The nation's capital on high alert this morning after a federal intelligence bulletin warned a group of militia violent extremists discussed plans to take control of the U.S. Capitol and remove Democratic lawmakers on or about March 4th. We do have some concerning intelligence. That intelligence is law enforcement sensitive. We've taken immediate steps to let the National Guard as well as our workforce know what to expect. Acting Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman briefed lawmakers yesterday. We know that the threats are through the roof. Facebook confirms it is monitoring efforts to attempt or coordinate actions tied to a QAnon conspiracy theory that former President Trump will rise to power today. CBS News senior national security analyst Fran Townsend says investigating domestic terrorism is more difficult than foreign terror. Americans understandably have constitutional protections, and so the FBI has to have a predicate in order to look at activity here in the U.S. That's the right thing to do, but it makes investigating all the more onerous. The House has passed a sweeping voting rights bill. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. The For the People Act requires states to offer same-day voter registration and would automatically register all eligible voters. It also limits states' ability to purge voter rolls and would restore voting rights to felons who've completed their sentences. Democrats say the reforms would expand voting access to marginalized groups, especially minorities, and establish some national standards. Republicans say it gives too much power to the federal government to manage what are supposed to be state-run elections. And the fate of this legislation isn't likely to be good in the Senate. House Democrats have passed a police overhaul bill. Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It will take a tremendous step forward to stop the violence, stem the suffering, and start to build a better America. The legislation is named for George Floyd, the black man from Minneapolis who died after a police officer pressed a knee to his neck.
The Senate could take up a new COVID relief bill soon after President Biden agreed to a compromise limiting eligibility for stimulus checks. The details from correspondent Nancy Cordes. Individuals making up to $75,000 would get the full amount, but then smaller checks would start to go to people making up to $80,000 a year. Married couples who make up to $150,000 will get $2,800 for a couple and then $1,400 additional for each child. Smaller checks would then go to couples making up to a combined $160,000. Republicans say that's too much. They're vowing to drag out a vote as long as they can. In his first public appearance since allegations of inappropriate conduct, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has apologized but says he will not resign. He is promising to cooperate with a state investigation. Correspondent Jerika Duncan is in Albany. I ask the people of this state to wait for the facts from the attorney general's report before forming an opinion. That seems to be exactly what most Democratic Party leaders in New York are doing, including the state senators. I think overwhelmingly there's a sense that it's, you know we should be fair about this. New York State Democratic Chair Jay Jacobs says a lot will depend on the outcome of the investigation. We don't want to look back at it at some time in the distant future and think that maybe we rushed this. Some 20 Democrats are now calling for him to step down. But with leadership taking a wait-and-see approach, the governor is holding on. I'm not going to resign. Entertainment is making a comeback in New York City. Governor Cuomo says performances at Radio City Music Hall, Lincoln Center, and Broadway theaters will all be allowed to resume April 2nd with limited audience capacity. Catherine Russell, general manager at the theater center, can't wait. I love being on stage. I love selling the tickets. I love mopping the floor. Up to 100 people will be allowed to watch indoors, 200 outside. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott is defending his decision to drop all pandemic restrictions. All the metrics have been lining up to ensure that we are going to be able to open and we're going to be able to open safely and the numbers will continue. President Biden called the decision Neanderthal thinking. Kroger, Macy's, Starbucks and Target say they will continue to require masks in their stores in Texas. The head of Texas Power Grid is out. ERCOT's board members have fired Bill Magnus in the wake of last month's winter storm. He is now the highest ranking official to lose his job after deadly blackouts that left millions of people without electricity and heat for days. Britain's 99-year-old Prince Philip has undergone heart surgery. Correspondent Mark Phillips from London. Buckingham Palace issued a typically terse statement. The Duke of Edinburgh underwent a successful procedure for a pre-existing heart condition, it said. Prince Philip first had treatment for a blocked coronary artery 10 years ago. The palace added the Duke will remain in hospital for treatment and rest and recuperation for a number of days. A day after a report in the Times of London claimed she bullied Kensington Palace staffers, Meghan Markle speaks out in a new clip from her interview with Oprah. I don't know how they could expect that after all of this time, we would still just be silent if there is an active role that the firm is playing in perpetuating falsehoods about us. The full interview airs Sunday on CBS. Mixed results for a SpaceX rocket. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. The Starship pulled off a successful launch and landing, but it exploded a few minutes after touchdown in a spectacular fireball. Totally ripped the prototype apart and spread debris all over the launch site. It was the third explosion in a row for SpaceX's Starship test program, 
Well, company founder Elon Musk says the team will press ahead with development of the fully reusable heavy lift rocket. A pop song leads to ecclesiastical fury overseas. This is El Diablo, Cyprus's official entry in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. This annual celebration of, let's face it, pretty schlocky Europop music doesn't normally cause controversy, but the singer here is calling herself the Devil's Angel. And now the Orthodox Church of Cyprus has called for El Diablo to be withdrawn, charging it advocates devil worship. Public sentiment on Cyprus appears divided, but the state broadcaster insists El Diablo stays. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Tiger Woods says he doesn't remember last week's SUV crash in California that left him with serious leg injuries. USA Today says the golf great told sheriff's deputies he had no recollection of driving or how the accident happened. They hope to glean information from the car's black box. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.